This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey, hey, come catch this wave with the Fix Squad. The Fix is in. I'm Mr. Soul. I'm tuning in. What you doing? Got him. Real hip hop revealed that a fix. Pure, you can fill it in the mix. Finally, stop pushing the culture forward. This is it. Proceed at your own risk. Got him. Beats, balls, and life. Giving them truth in it. Screaming revolution when only a few minutes. My sentiments is acting. Everything that we do cut. Another reason to turn the volume up. Sheesh. Know what we said, doing. Solid ground when we land. Say it's no use. The culture was out of hand. But now that I reach, we gotta stick to the plan. Dark days with the sunshine. Any good news, I'm proof that it's living. Yeah. Revolving the art to shock. Oh, where to keep it a beast on the block. Don't miss it. Welcome to the city. Stand up. James left, but the king still reigns here. No tears, no love lost, no rain here. Delivers, I promise, Santa rain here. Love, love for the city still resides here. Fix for your ailment, faith that resides outside the lines. Detox your mind, cause it matters. Art, art outside the box, we paint better. The fix is in, and we rock a channel. We rock with them for what's deep within. Expose those who talk but don't live. Expose those who talk but don't live. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets, and money is the fruit that they speak, so tell me whose face do they see? Repeat. Take offense, take offense. Judged by the fruit from the tree But if the fruit tastes like the streets And money is the fruit that they seek So tell me whose face do they seek Welcome back family, welcome back family You're tuned in to The Fix Your source for faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry Right here on Sirius XM Channel 154 Holy Culture Radio It's your boy DJ Focus checking in And it's your girl Dice Gamble in the building Checking in on this Wisdom Wednesday Yes, time to wake up Wake up. It's hump day. Is we almost there? Halfway through. <sighs> Thank yeah. y'all for hanging in there. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, we we definitely halfway through. Thank you guys for making it to hump day. Okay. I listen, <laughs> you know if you make it to hump day, you you're almost there. So almost let's there. continue so to keep pushing. Listen, this is the day that the Lord has made. We mm-hmm. will rejoice and be glad in it. And uh I'm just so grateful. That uh, we get a chance to come on these airwaves one more again, Dice. I don't take it for granted when I tell you every day uh, it is a blessing to be able to uh, be on the airwaves to encourage, inspire, and just be able to you know share what these artists, athletes, entertainers, producers, mm. directors have, and then also just have these real, these real, uh, I will say, real dialogues on mm. these topics. We, we yeah. Dice and I have some of the the, the toughest topics that we uh, usually talk about, but you know. I think that they need to be talked about. Listen, I'm going to give some word this morning. Oh, first uh, Timothy six and 18. Uh, do you ever struggle with generosity? You want to bless others through your generosity, uh, with your time, your gifts, your money, and your talents. Each time you refrain from being generous, it's easy to come up with an excuse. I think we need to continue to work on not making excuses to be generous. And we need to keep God in mind. And understand that God will provide at any time, at any place, especially when he's looking to use you to be generous to others. And I bring that scripture up. Uh, definitely read First Timothy 6, 18 for yourself, where it just mm-hmm. says, uh, you know, uh, tell them to use their money to do good. They should be rich in good works and generous to those who need it, always uh, being ready to share with others. I say that because every every morning or usually, you know, every so often I say, listen, Show the love of Christ and, and sow a seed into somebody. Maybe buy mm-hmm. somebody's gas or mm-hmm. buy some coffee for somebody. Buy the, you know, buy some uh, breakfast for somebody. Just being generous and showing God's love. Mm. I, I promise you, Dice, when I tapped into this, I started to just see not only God's glory work, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but also people started blessing me. I'm a firm believer. When you sow and you bless other people, God going to give it back to you. Mm. <laughs> so that's why I wanted to bring that to date. Stop being so stingy and selfish. And bless somebody. I'm just saying, just bless somebody. It's okay. You know, you in line and you see you want to bless somebody and you fighting with it in your spirit. God didn't told you to do it. Just uh-huh. do it. You it's out good. there eating, you out there eating dinner, you know, yeah, you, you got a few more dollars over your lunch money. Go ahead and buy, buy, buy that table, table two. Just tell the waiter, listen, table two, I want to bless them. Bring me their check. I'm going to cash it out. Don't tell them I did nothing and just walk out and just do yeah. it because of that, not for show. 
So, yes, let's be more generous. I just wanted to share some words this morning. I know. I let Dice all, uh, all the time do it. So, I, every now and then, I just try to get a little something. <laughs> let me do it. <laughs> wow. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. You know you the preacher. Everybody know when they tune in who the preacher is, the Dr. Dicer. <laughs> Once again, you're tuned into the fix. And of course, our mission is to expose the culture to positive but relevant music. That keeps Jesus Christ at the center of the message. And uh, what we got going on in the news, Dice, we got some good news this morning, don't we? Mm-hmm, we do. Man, you said, uh, hey, did you see the article about the young girl that uh, graduated? I say, yeah, the 15-year-old girl from Oklahoma. Graduated from college. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Shania Muhammad graduated from Oklahoma's Langston University with a Bachelor of Art degree as well as a 4.0 grade point average. She was the highest in her class. And um, I love it because she plans to pursue a career in public speaking and uh, talk about education and things like that. So it's crazy, but we don't hear stories like this often. I mean, I'm sitting here like, what, what age did she go to college that she graduated at? age 15 12 she just probably went from middle school straight to college and just skipped right over high school I, I don't even need high school I'm smart enough okay and I, I love this I'm glad that you were like we need to highlight that we don't have enough um, young black graduates who get that spotlight where we're like commending them like for putting in the work because here's the one thing about school and education you and I both know uh, when you show up to take your test or do your homework or you're at you, you know getting them quizzes at school it's just you your parents ain't there ain't nobody there to help you it don't matter what kind of calculator you got you still got to have a brain and know how to use it to get a 4.0 so not just graduating early but graduating with honors and um, it takes a team you talk about community all the time I know you need community you know it takes more than just a mom or a dad it takes her being in, the, in an environment that says you can do it girl you can do it you got this so I'm just hoping and praying we have more and more um, black and brown graduates who uh, give back like she's giving back and that more people go to school because our, our rate of uh, people continuing their education after high school is dropping because people have been watching the internet thinking you can become a TikTok superstar overnight. And that's not reality. Like you're going to have to pay your bills. You're going to have to, you know, take care of your family. Like you're going to have to learn. You need a, a, some 401k, some health benefits. And you can't just go beyond TikTok and, and, and take care of yourself and your family. It don't work like that. So um, I'm I'm really happy that we're reporting on this black scholar. Uh, so shout out to you, Miss Muhammad, and uh, keep up the good work. And shout out to Oklahoma's Langston University. How about that? Yes. Okay. How about that? So yeah, this is big. We definitely yeah. wanted to report this, and I, and I was grateful that I, I, I listen. I saw the article. I'm like, no, no, we got to talk about this. Yeah, we got to talk about it. Yeah, we got to continue to encourage our culture to. It's okay to be educated. Yeah, it's, it's, okay. Okay it's okay to, to be push smart. forth and be it's smart. actually very sexy. Okay, <laughs> if you out here trying to get girls, learn something because I promise you. And it's so funny because when I met my husband, he was like, "Man, some of these guys got girls," and I'm trying to figure out how they got the girls. I'm like, "Cause they smart." They smart. <laughs> it ain't about muscle with chicks. That's that's a misconception. Like you could be cute, fine, swole, but if you stupid, we don't like you. I, I mean, we, we just don't. We don't. We like the edgy. You know, you like somebody got common sense. Girls are intrigued by knowledge. You know what I'm saying? That's how come a brother can come and spit some game and he could be ugly and we just be like, ooh, but he just, the way he talked to me, girl. It just do something to you. Yeah, you're like, oh, Lord. He's wow. so smart. Yeah, we're more attracted to minds than than that. That's just and then guys, I think maybe the opposite, but we are all about that. Man, is he smart though? Yes, because he can take care of us, our family. Like we're thinking out of the box, like you know. Right. Mm-mm. Beauty fades is the point. Beauty fades. But <clears throat> I'm sidetracked. Shout out to you, Miss Muhammad. <laughs> yeah, y'all go, y'all go, y'all go get your education. <laughs> please do please listen uh we got another fun pack show for y'all today we mm-hmm. uh we'll have uh we gonna get uh the legendary uh, yeah i'm gonna call him a legend he's been around long enough to have the legendary status uh multi-award uh winning singer songwriter pastor uh hit maker music mogul we're gonna get dr charles jenkins mm. on the line to talk about uh this latest project his latest ep action that he dropped it's called a uh, gospel music change my life mm. so uh yeah you want to keep it locked for that a lot of great uh 
conversation gonna come out of that talk once we get him on the line and listen mm. our real talk today let's be very clear dice is not gonna let y'all off the hook so for all my seniors and my elders and my people who don't want to embrace technology mm. we're gonna talk about it today we're gonna have our technology talk today mm-hmm. uh, we're, gonna, we're gonna take it back i remember back in the 80s uh, you know when we was in them church services mm-hmm. we, was, we was recording on uh the tape player in the mm-hmm. back and worked our way to the CD player and burning mm-hmm. CDs. And now, less long and behold, we streaming digital right mm-hmm. on your TV, right on your cell phone devices. So let's talk about technology. Uh, are we embracing technology? Are we receiving mm-hmm. technology? Do we understand technology? And just the evolution of it all together within uh, church culture, as well as just, like I say, uh, mm-hmm. technology for yourself. So, yeah, keep it locked for that. Yeah, we got new music. I've been sending it all week. I, I listen. I know y'all been hearing all this new music we've been playing. So let's get mm-hmm. to it. We got music on the way from. Yep, let's get that new Stevie Rizzo out here. Uh, let's get some new uh, Pastor Mike Junior. Yes, Lecrae and Tasha are still in the mix. We can't do nothing else but leave that out. Kurt Franklin, okay. new banger out here too as well. Right now though, yes, let's get to it. Uh, v Rose and Portia Love. Keep it locked. You tune into the fix, and the fix is in. Devos and more. Stay connected. Get the app now so you don't miss a thing. Visit holyculture.net. Welcome back. Welcome back. DJ Focus. You tune back into the fix. Your source for faith infused hip hop, RB, and poetry right here on Sirius XM channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. And it's time for our spiritual detox. And listen, we we in for a treat today. Uh we know, you know, we we do Christian hip hop here, but it all stems from the gospel roots. And uh I am excited to welcome in. Uh, one of the pioneers, I'm, I'm going to give him that. Uh, he's a multi-award winning singer, songwriter, producer, uh, contemporary gospel star, worship pastor, music mogul. Uh, help me welcome in my brother, Charles Jenkins. What's going on, sir? It's an honor to be with you, great man. <laughs> listen, listen, I, I, the honor is all mine. I appreciate you taking some time out. You got a new EP out uh, that's uh, really touching a lot of people. I know it is because uh, it's special. Um, but first, before we talk about the music, I do want to ask you because you you were always very vocal about your marriage, you and your wife and y'all connection and just marriages in general. Unfortunately, uh, towards the back end of this pandemic, we saw a lot of kingdom marriages crumble. Why do yeah. you think that happened? You know, I think that what the pandemic for did for a lot of people is it forced people to actually be together. Um, in the same rooms, under the same roof, on a continuum consistently with no break. And so, you know, because of schedules and work and demand, you know, generally people weren't together as often. And so what the pandemic did, what it forced people to actually be reintroduced non-stop and anytime anybody is with anybody all day long all night long you know there there's going to be you know a rub as it were you know conflict and challenges and personality um disconnects and disagreements and and so i think you know what happened was actually that you know conflict was heightened and then you know there are all kinds of other ancillary realities financial um that's the number one reason for divorce uh i understand it financial issues and so i think you know even in having conversations with people if friendship is not fortified and if there isn't this you know strong deep appreciation despite despite flaws and personality disconnects and disagreements you know everything implodes and and you know people abandon the ship and i think it's important to always know the bible says first natural then spiritual and so we are human and and so you know if 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 there's a lack of an ability to manage conflict or you could love somebody and not like them and if you're with somebody all day long you 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 gotta like them, <laughs> mm, mm, and, and, and so I think you know at my house we had a ball. We, we were dancing and games and right. we like wow, we get to eat together all day, like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And you know, so I think all of that plays into it. 
Do you think um, that people have given up on the covenant principles uh, within the marriage? I think the culture um, that continues to attempt to move away from scripture and move away from God. I think the culture is fostering an environment that is leading people to rethink the covenant, leading people to rethink, um, you know, family, what family can be, what family looks like. And I think lots of people in the church are even rethinking it. And the culture through film, through television, through music is working very hard. There are people with agendas that are working very hard to dismantle um, everything that we know to be right, true, absolutes. I was talking to a pastor the other day that was telling me that there are no absolutes. And, you know, we can go, we can go, <laughs> we can go really deep here, but I'm like, you know, if you dismantle one thing, then it all unravels. And so, but I think that there are many of us that just believe what's right is right, what's wrong is wrong. And even if you violate the covenant, you know, you want to acknowledge that mm-hmm. and fix that mm-hmm. versus act like the covenant is not even a, not even a real thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. It's funny you you brought that uh that absolute uh conversation up. I've had that with some uh, some pastors too as well, uh back and forth. And yeah, you know, to your point, yes, I I we agreed and we disagreed because I'm either going to believe in the Bible or I'm not. I don't have all these gray areas. I feel like people are making all these gray areas and making up their own <laughs> theology, you know, theology and stuff. And it's like, no, 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 we we can't keep recreating stuff when we feel like we we need to recreate stuff. And I, and I think that's what a lot of people are doing um, when you talk about the Bible. Yeah, I think a lot of people are approaching approaching the Bible emotionally with presuppositions yes. and laying on top of the Bible what they want to believe and feel versus exegetically extracting, extracting from Scripture what it actually was intended to mean and intended to say with context, um, what's happening in the passage, pretext, what was happening before it, and syntax, what's actually happening underneath it to grasp the full truth. But I, I think that not just with the Bible, people are making up <laughs> making up the meanings of new words and uh, old words, what it's always meant, changing definitions and, and then speaking to, to evolution as the justification. And I just think, you know, auntie means auntie. Uh, grandma yes. means grandma. Uh, mom means mom and dad means dad. And I mean, it's 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 just it's just what it is. But, you know, I'm hopeful that there will be more people that will just hold to the pragmatism and not embrace, you know, this this the agenda to completely unravel what is right, what is practical and what is true, even if you're wrong. You know what I'm saying? At least know what right is. Yes. That's yes. me. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Uh, I, I want to know what right is, though. Yes. And there's and there's only one truth. Uh, to your point, I get tired of people telling me, oh, this is my truth. No, no, no. There's either one truth. There's a lie. Like, I'm tired of that. <laughs> so thank you, man. Listen, you're bringing up a lot of good points. I appreciate you. Listen, let us let me get you on this music before I get you out of here. First, listen, you, you, you have done music at a high level. Let's be very clear for a lot of years. I'm curious to know your creative process. Like, how do you create your music? Because I think you infuse like, worship, gospel, hip hop. A little bit of the urban uh, R&B. Like, how did you come up with your creative process when you go into the studio to even create music? Here's what's great about what you just said. And you're the first person to say it that way. Um, Because over time, I've had different people just want me to do one thing or be one thing. But I was raised in St. Petersburg, Florida. We didn't have a gospel stage that played every day. We had top 40. So I grew up listening to... Phil Collins, the Doobie Brothers, Duran Duran, Lionel Richie, James Ingram, George Benson, Michael Jackson. And then I was a hip hop kid. Uh, I was an NWA with respect to, to commission. You know, I was listening to, to NWA and Eric B and Rakim. And 
I can go KRS, you know, I can go down the line. And and so, you know, um, my uncle was a member of Earth, Wind & Fire, Chester, Washington. Wow. And okay. I, I was an R&B kid, you know what I'm saying? A guy fan. I could go down the line on the Jodeci, you know what I'm saying? So what people hear when you hear my music is a hodgepodge of my exposure. We are all the sum total of our exposure. And I got introduced to gospel as a kid too, but I was a hip hop kid. And so, you know, I was actually put in gospel choir as punishment um, to keep me from hanging out with my friends. <laughs> uh, legit, because uh, I was a professional school skipper. And, and so at the end of the day, you know, my creative process, I say to people, if you stay close to the creator, you can stay creative. Mm. And simultaneously, the, the music that I listen to, I listen to timeless, iconic records in all genres. And so with respect to the people who are creating brand new stuff, you know, if I'm listening, I'm listening to the stuff that's been out here and it's going to be out here. And so my creative process is a very spiritual process that I can't take credit for um, because again, I'm always in a meditative state and man, at any moment when I say meditative state, it's not spooky. That word meditate means to give your mind to, to give your time to, it means to consider. So I always want to be open. I say to people, if you stay close to the creator, you can stay creative. And if you stay open to God everywhere, he can give you what you need anywhere. And so I might write a song in the parking lot of Chuck E. Cheese waiting for my kids to walk out. Or I might write a song mm. at the conveyor belt waiting for my baggage to come off. Or I might write a song on the plane. I wrote My God is Awesome. Um, I just walked in the house after a long day. I wrote this mm. meet or sitting at my dinner table in some shorts and a, and a, and a tank top, just chilling. Uh, and so my records... You know, I just try to, my remake of Stephanie Mills is Never Knew Love Like This. I was riding in the car one day. The song came to my mind and I said, man, there's no love like the love of God. I wonder would they let me gospelize this mm. and talk about the love of God. And so my creative process is literally, as my dear brother Warren Campbell says, taking random dictations from God. Mm. Yeah, that's good. And we we know you ain't gonna keep Warren Campbell in no box. <laughs> Nah, so that's, nah, nah, nah. Good, good luck with that. <laughs> nah, we we brothers like blood, and and we've done a lot of a lot of big records together. Yes. And I'll call Warren and be like, "Yo, I got an idea. Sing it over the phone." He'd be like, "Oh my God, me be at the studio tonight, and it could be, you know, R and B ish. It could be hip hop. I did a song called Winning. That's a hip hop record. And here's the last thing I'll say about my creative process." I know that every song I make may not be for everybody, but it's going to be for a whole lot of somebodies. And that winning record, Empire, um, the one of the largest hip-hop labels uh, with Ghazi, he mm -hmm. told me that record with winning on it, it's the only gospel they play in their offices at the hip-hop label. Mm. Um, Kevin Lyles, I ended up connecting with him off that winning record and tons of other people in the culture. So I think it's also important to know that whatever you're making, there's a tribe that could be unseen, that can gravitate to it, connect with it, and you could be blessing people you don't even know you're blessing. Yeah, that's good. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Were you ever nervous at, at first, though, when you first uh, came out to even express yourself in that way, worried about what the, the church would say? Because, you know, you pastoring and, and just doing, you move you move a lot different than a lot of other pastors move. Were there moments where you're like, okay, I, I know I, I want to put this out, but, you know, I don't know how the church is going to feel about it? I'm going to go two directions. I'm never nervous when I feel like I've got clarity from heaven. That's good. When God gives me clarity, then I have conviction and I'm Mufasa and not Simba. I'm like, I'm going to the wall. It's me against everybody when I know. That's that's as far as an assignment. Um, and putting stuff out and doing a certain, I never really think about, you know, being judged or being, I don't feel that. 
What I did feel was I felt like God, when I first came out, put me in a lane that I didn't feel like was mine. Mm. I've never wanted to be an artist. I never wanted to sing in front of anybody for any reason. I was in Chicago serving the people in mass, sitting on boards. I had the privilege to sit on President Barack Obama's steering committee. I helped get Walmart in Chicago. Target was a part of that. Uber. And I'm out here on the ground and God is like, uh, make music. And so I was mortified around the idea of being something I never wanted to be. Mm. And, and and it's a passage, I think, in Amos 7 when Amos says, man, I'm a farmer. My daddy wasn't a prophet. My granddaddy wasn't a prophet. But God took me from the back and put me in the front. And I think there are those moments in life when, you know, God has plans for you. You don't have for yourself and you got to figure out how to rethink and ultimately reinvent and turn into something you never turned into before like the 1984 animated franchise series Transformers different seasons call for a different version of you and learning to become something you have never wanted to be sometimes is one of the most difficult things and I remember I was number one when I first Awesome had dropped and the album had dropped, the first album, and I was number one. Um, the head of Live Nation and Jay-Z's manager called me and told me Jay-Z wanted me to come do Made in America. Walmart called Motown and told him they wanted me to be their guest at Essence Fest on the Walmart stage. Israel Houghton called me and said Joe Osteen wanted me to... I'm going everywhere and I, I, I'm, I go to this one big date I'm headlining some concert and the man, the sound man says to me, how do you like your wedges? This is the first big concert. How do you like your wedges? I said with bacon and blue cheese. And he was like, what? No, not lettuce. How do you like the speakers? Man, I didn't even know what wedges were. Wow. And he said, you're number one. And you don't know what wedges are? You're closing the show tonight? I was like, nah, I have no idea. At the end of that year, Motown was distributing me. I told Motown, guys, thank you for this. This has been great. I'm going back to my regular life. This is not... They were like, no, you're not going anywhere. You got millions of fans. You're people's favorite singer. We want more from you. More songs, more singing, more... And I had to find a way to will myself to do this. Wow. Um, so I think whatever lane or vein anybody that's listening is in, sometimes the season calls for a different version of you and you got to will yourself to do something and be something you never wanted to be because God had already had it in you before it was actually on you. That's good. That's real good. Listen, gospel music changed my life. EP out now. Uh, but it's someone who has not listened to it already, tell us what the inspiration about doing this EP was. So I called it Gospel Music Changed My Life because, as I mentioned to you, they put me in gospel choir when I was in the ninth grade for punishment, and I hated it because I was a little, I was a cool kid, but I, I was a, a little, thought I was a little tough guy. And my father passed away, and I thought the way to approach life was the mean mug and do whatever you wanted to do and was the place where I actually formally met faith, formally started paying attention to ministry and service. And it was where we sang, you know, contemporary and traditional music that people felt, you know, people reacted to because they felt it. And so this EP is it it harkens back to those days you know it's it's some music that feels like the 70s i did a song called the grace of god um that that has got that old feel but i wanted to make it fresh i remade andre crouch's we are not ashamed that you know i felt like this generation needed that that record and that message and i hip-hopped it a little bit uh and and you a hip-hop man so i hope you yeah. sign off on that uh 
And, and then, you know, again, I got jazz and R&B in my blood. So it opens with Sweet Sunny Day, a feel-good reminder that no matter what's going on on the outside, you want to feel good, think good, do good, uh, look good, you know, on the inside. You know what I'm saying? From the inside out. And uh, someday, the second record is more of a 80-ish kind of in memoriam anthem that I created because we all have lost people we will love forever. And I felt like we needed an upbeat song to celebrate the people who have gone on, you know, that will put a smile in our heart, uh, even when we have a tear in our eye. I'm like, for all of the people that we have lost, loved ones that we have lost, like, all the songs can't be sad. Right. <laughs> so I wanted to make, I lost a bunch of people I love in the last several years and over time. And I felt really good about making a record that makes us smile when we think about the people we miss. And so, and the new single is God Be Praised. I felt like overall we needed some old soul music, hand clapping, foot stomping, the last track, tambourine washboard, uh, Hammond B3. I wanted to make some stuff we could sing on Sunday morning in churches also. So that's the overview of my approach and the spirit of the record. It's straight fire. So listen, if, if you haven't listened to it yet, listeners, please go out, uh, stream his latest project. It, it is straight fire. I think it's a great collection. Just I'm glad you broke that down because it is a great collection where everybody in the family can listen to this project and sit with it. Uh, and that's what we need more music like this. Listen, I got to get a shout out here, but I got to ask you because you you a music head. I know you grew up loving music. If you could create a super group with two artists, of course, you are you are part of the group. From any genre of music, dead or alive, what two artists you picking? Man. Man, that's the dopest question I done heard. Uh, I'm going to say Uncle Charlie. Uh, man, a super group. Just one person? like Two. two no, 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 no. You still in it. No, it's three. So, yeah, you still in the group. It's your group. So, who you picking on your right? Who you picking on your left? You said Uncle Charlie. Man, I'm going to have Uncle Charlie on my right. I'm going to put Whitney Houston on my left. Oh, my goodness. That's it. That's a drop-the-mic moment. Listen, Dr. <laughs> Charles Jenkins, can you tell the people how they can connect with you, follow you on all your social media platforms, how they, where they can go get your music, and as well, introduce one of your one of your cuts off this latest project. Man, I, I want to thank you for having me. I want to invite all of y'all to join my mailing list at charlesjenkins.com drop your email in the mailing list so I can keep up with you and you can keep up with me all my social media is there follow me right now at Charles Jenkins on Instagram Charles Jenkins Music on Facebook and listen the weather forecast for the day no matter what you're going through no matter what you're headed to the weather forecast is it's going to be a sweet sunny day keep it locked you're tuned into the fix you know the fix is in Holy Culture Radio, healing, hope, and how-tos. Welcome back, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into the fix right here on Sirius XM, channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. And it's time for our Real Talk conversation. And today, you know, this is going to be a little different. Mm. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about, you know... <clears throat> This new generation, when you talk about technology, when you talk about mm -hmm. knowledge of technology, uh, you brought up some points uh, while we were at Break Dice. Uh, everybody is not looking to embrace technology and some things uh, people are for and some people are not. And I get it. I, I, I agree. I'm not with everything, but I do understand we need to continue to bridge the gap mm -hmm. and understand that there needs to be a balanced perspective when um, we look at everything that technology has in front of us with everything mm -hmm. being digital, we all have these smartphone devices that we carry around in our pockets on our hip every single day. Uh, we're all on computers, laptops, iPads, mm -hmm. you name it. We're on it. When you talk about social media and streaming and uh, people are streaming their concerts in, in the metaverse, let's be very clear. Like, yes, mm -hmm. you can, you can you can stream a whole project if you are mm -hmm. artist or do videos yeah. in the metaverse. Have a whole church service, yeah. 
the whole church service. So mm-hmm. do we do we need to continue to run from it or do we need to kind of embrace it, find the balance to where we can fit in and how we can learn from it and grow from it? So, yeah, let's get into this conversation on technology and having the knowledge to understand technology and embrace technology. I know for me, let's be very clear, technology uh, <laughs> uh, was one thing that I had to embrace. When I started this show back in 2015, okay, I ain't had nobody. <laughs> Let's be very clear. I ain't had nobody. And, had and it was a whole world out there where people were telling me, oh, you, gotta, you, you have to market on social media. Dice, I didn't even have a social media page. I'm like, what do you oh, mean? Lord, market please. on social media. Bless They're like, heart. yes, you, you have to have a social media page. So like, yeah, <laughs> you, you, you have mean? Twitter, you have Facebook, you have Instagram. You need to get your brand in front of larger audiences outside of your local city. And to to their point, to God be the glory, too, because God has always had the favor on it. Mm-hmm. That's how we're on Sirius XM right now. Yeah. Just think, if I, if I would have stayed the way I wanted to stay, Dice, I was mm-hmm. okay with just having a nice little show right in the city. We came on two times a week oh, on an online platform where everybody in the mm-hmm. city could listen to me. I was happy. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I didn't have to do anything else because once again, I got into this for ministry. I never even thought about it being an occupation. I never even thought about me being able to do this for a living. This mm. was more vocational, more mm. me wanting to push these artists and get this music to a generation that mm-hmm. I know needs this music when you talk about hope, when you talk about healing, when you talk about spiritual detox and being able to get God's word on a different uh, a different level. So that's that's mm-hmm. why I got into it. So yes, I had to start up social media pages, Dice. I mm-hmm. had to start cutting commercials on social media. Oh mm-hmm. my goodness. I had to download softwares that would edit audio and video. Well. All this was all new to me. Huh. And, I, and I thank God for <clears throat> YouTube tutorials because YouTube now. tutorials saved my thank life. Let's God. be very clear. Thank you. Every time God blesses you guys, male and female, with these gifts of learning how to use these applications, Uh develop different programs, please load them on YouTube for us. We need them. Uh I I am a YouTube grabber. I would go to YouTube in a minute. Like, okay, I know it got (laughs) to be a video. Somebody, somebody didn't No, I'm a YouTube grabber because without that, yeah, you wouldn't have majority of the stuff you have for the fix. So, yes, with this technology thing and embracing it. I had to retrain my thinking on how I looked at it, mm-hmm. how I received it, and, and and everything that goes into it. And I know you're going to dive into um, a little, okay. dive a little bit more into in depth about the the technology part of it. But I, I know for me, the the first thing that sticks out when this conversation was editing audio, editing video, mm-hmm. understanding how applications works, understanding how software works. Listen, getting into this whole Mac world, bless your life. I know all you Apple users out there. I'm still, uh, you know, learning how to use my Mac. I got one right here, but I promise you, it's like I'm I'm learning new things about it every day, and yeah. it's it's a beautiful thing. Uh, so I, I'm not gonna cry about it, <laughs> but it was something mm-hmm. that was like, depending on if you're a Mac laptop user compared to a Dell or a Toshiba or a Sony. Mm-hmm. A uh, mm-hmm. laptop user, it's totally different. It's totally different. <laughs> yeah, it is different, but um, you know, that's just one of the things we got to deal with. I mean, like I said, the Bible says that my people perish for a lack of knowledge. Not that they, not not that we can't learn, but we have to keep on learning. You know, like we have to keep on growing. And as we know, technology is the wave of the future. So we don't have, there's not another option. You know what I'm saying? Like we're going to have to dive into technology or we're going to be um, lost, even with healthcare right now. You know, like um, I bring up my mom all the time because even for her, all of the appointments and stuff now, they're being made online. Like she sent me the information to look at her medications. Like it's online. You know, like we have to know how to use technology in a technological world and that's the world we're living in so obviously i want to give a a weird statistic um out of the six no out of the seven billion people on the earth do you know how many have a cell phone out of the seven billion people on earth how many have cell phones just take a wild guess it would have to be it would have to be close to about at least five million minimum 
Yes, it's six billion. I can believe it. People in people who live in countries that don't even have a house, they have a phone. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, wait a minute. But everybody's realizing I can't fill out a job application if I don't have a computer or access to a cell phone. I can't even begin to look for a location of a doctor's office if I don't have a cell phone or a laptop. Like I can't apply for college. I can't apply for food stamps. I can't like you you're going to have to know how to tap into <coughs> excuse me, technology. You're not going to be able to get away from it. Even if you're scared, even if you're like man, I don't know where to begin. Get you one of your uh, little young uh, baby cousins, or nieces, nephews. Come here. Show me how to log in. Show me how to uh, do the FaceTime. My mom did that. Hey, I, I have such and such show me how to do the FaceTime. Thanks, mom, because we got our iPad. Yeah, I need you to FaceTime me. I can't see you. So guess what? This is how you do. When I call you, hit the button, answer. She was in her house. Didn't want to answer the phone or the FaceTime. We got her an Alexa. Put that thing right there in the middle of her house. And I will call her. And the crazy part, I downloaded the app to her phone so that if I call Alexa and she don't answer her cell phone, Alexa rings her phone. Like she was down the hallway one time and her phone started ringing. Alexa was calling her. Hey, your daughter's looking for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we might have to help people who don't get it. But when they get it, they're going to understand. And here, I bought her an Apple Watch. Why? So when she disappeared, we can track her. She think we bought her all these gifts because we just loving on her. It's like, but we bought her all the gifts because we like, we gotta keep up with you, girl. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna find you. You ain't ain't gonna be y'all. Dice can't find her mom for a week. No, I know exactly where my mama is. You made that up. I got about three four trackers on her, one way or the other. Um, so we're gonna have to, you know, get into into technology for a couple different reasons. I mean, obviously our kids, they I think they're born with laptops on their hand in their hand now. <laughs> it's how to use technology in the right way. And we have to learn how to use it as well. And it's it's not a fun subject. Not a fun subject. You know, but we gotta do it. No, we definitely gotta do it. And I think the 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 sooner we get out in front of this thing, the better. When you talk about that's funny because you brought up uh being able to help your mother in multiple ways mm -hmm. because of technology you talk about the apple watch you talk about mm -hmm. alexa and what alexa mm -hmm. is able to do to tap mm -hmm. into anybody's house you mm -hmm. can connect mm -hmm. it to where you can be miles away and yep. be able miles. to have conversation with your family members um mm -hmm. even in some of the alarm systems now too as well um i know our our alarm system we we there's a, a voice recognition uh within the alarm system um, to where we can call the police um, and that's that's amazing um, where you can be yeah. you know down and you, you know hey you know you, you can say uh, we, we have a code uh, for a uh, code word where the alarm system mm -hmm. comes alive and it's mm -hmm. like okay hey what do you need call the mm -hmm. police call the ambulance call you know no no call the police call the ambulance and that's amazing mm -hmm. because that, that could be an opportunity to save someone's life because yeah. of technology and embracing technology and understanding that you can use these things for the good. Now we also have some people that's using it for the bad. I know, I know y'all <laughs> thought we wasn't going to talk about it, but we, we have to talk about some of the stuff that's going on too as well, that well. people are no, no, no. Cause I hate to say it, but some of the people that are doing these things are professed believers. They say they believe Ooh. in this. Oh no, no, let's so we, so we talk about dice we talked about bondage yesterday we know we know Shame. uh we all have sinful nature to all of us we all have mm. past lives and sometimes we can get caught back up and, mm. and backsliding a little bit so mm. and and i say that to say because i know a lot of people who used to run little ponzi schemes and scams Ooh. ponzi <laughs> you you silly you know what you know exactly what i'm talking about <laughs> they would run scams through either emails or text alerts Mm. So you, you get this random email. Hey, you, you know, you won this giveaway. Bye, 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 bye. You know, send me your, your cash app information, your PayPal information, and we'll send you a thousand dollars, whatever it may be. I'm, I'm just, I'm just putting a number out there right now. And they, they would get the information to these people's PayPal's and these people's cash app. Mm -hmm. And if their bank account is, is, is linked up to it, I don't know how to do it. But yes, there are ways where you can get into people's banking information 
and really be taking people money or credit card information and really be taking people money. And it's all because of technology. To your point, they be sitting right there on their phone doing this dice, being able to manipulate things on their phone. They ain't got no laptop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but taking advantage of people. And, and, and yes, we're not telling nobody to do it. We're just telling people to be aware that, mm-hmm. yes, people are doing these different things, scheming people and, and getting their banking information and robbing people. And it's mm-hmm. not cool. So I, I, I see why sometimes people are, are reserved to maybe not want to embrace. I brought that up because I, I think sometimes people are reserved not to want to embrace technology and not be involved in some of the stuff that goes on when you talk mm-hmm. about online. I know people who don't have cash apps and PayPal's because they're scared of stuff like that. They're scared of people. I know people who don't got bank accounts and, and I'm still trying to tell them, no, no, you mm-hmm. need to have a banking account, even if it's just a checking account for credit purposes to mm. continue to establish your credit and understanding the importance of your credit when you go different yeah. places. Yeah. So, yes, and, and, and that's all technology. So, yes. Well, I think my comment would just be fear. I don't think fear needs to hold us back from being from leaning into technology and learning. Like we don't want to be left behind in any area, I think, in an educational uh, way. Black and brown people, we are uh, a little bit behind when it comes to technology. One, because we'll spend our money on everything else, uh, uh, video games and TVs and whatnot. But it's nice to have a good um, desktop. We, every black and brown household should have a study area, period. I don't, I don't even I just I feel like y'all need to get it together, especially if you have children. And even if you don't have children, you need an office or a space you can go to to actually be productive in your life, planning out your life. And there are risks that we take focus when we do open these accounts. But guess what? If you set correct passwords, see, I have, I have a VPN and some people don't even know what a VPN is. Break that down. VPN. Break that down. Break that down. <laughs> no, no. A lot of people don't know what a VPN is. Break that what? down. Because people Listen. need to understand what a VPN and what it protects. It so I, I, I'll let you break it down because I, I didn't want to go to. But no, I, so this is something that I had to educate myself on too as well. I will say about ten years ago because I was not familiar with VPNs either. And, and, and here's the thing: get in circles to where you can learn this knowledge. That's another thing that helped me. When I was in the same circles and we never had these conversations about technology, about mm-hmm. investments, about um, just anything that goes into, like I say, technology, investments, real estate, savings. Like, yeah. So these conversations never came up. But when I got around stockbrokers, when I got yeah. around accountants, when I got, got around uh, computer scientists, uh, yes, these conversations mm-hmm. come up when I get around people who see uh, more than just the community based and entertainment based, but also see uh, innovation at another level or yeah. inspired by innovation on another level. When you talk mm-hmm. about everything that goes into computers, yeah. science. Yes. Yeah. Now I'm yeah. having different conversations and now yeah. I'm being educated on stuff that yeah. I had no idea about. And then here's the beauty of it. Mm-hmm. They were able to educate me on different things in technology, different mm-hmm. things. When you talk about finance, I could educate mm-hmm. them on culture, music. So it, it, it's a trade-off. Sometimes you can get in these circles and yes, just like they can pour into you, you can pour into them. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ab- absolutely. So uh, a virtual private network is the full definition of VPN. And it's just a software that creates a secure connection between mm-hmm. your electronic device and the Internet. So if you're using a cell phone, if you're using a laptop, uh, if tablet, whatever it is you got connected to the Internet Get you a good software, which is called a VPN, and it sends all of your information encrypted so that if somebody is looking to snatch your banking information from a transaction or you've been going shopping or you just texting your friends or family, here's my credit card for your appointment, like a VPN is something that you put on your smartphone, tablet or whatever, and it it protects you like it allows you to continue all your transactions social media surfing and the whole nine but it's a private personal network for you uh that secures your data that you got going back and forth so and they have it available for everything ipads uh androids uh iphone it don't even matter but you would want to in this day and age now that we have people who are hacking and they are sending these these little hey send me your whoop i'm trying to give you this money no you're not Listen, a VPN will block all of that foolery 
coming into your phone or when you do want to get on your cash app, it'll block whoever who would try to crack in on your phone. And I'm glad you brought up your investments and stuff like that. Like if you're in the crypto game, you need a ledger. Don't play. Get you a ledger because you need two copies of what you own. You need to know what you own from your app, but you also need to have a hard copy so that if the internet breaks down or goes down, all your money's secure. You're like, no, 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 I bought all that. I still got it right here. Don't play me. So it's like simple things like that. Like you said, because we have to, continue to learn and get outside of our comfort zone. You can't hang around Big Mike and Mimi and all them all the time. Look, go find you some good white friends, some good Indian friends, some good Asian friends. Go find you somebody new. Go over and take them, uh, take them some food. Exchange soul food. Say, we're having a potluck, baby. And I want you to tell me how you bought your house. Okay? Tell me how you got 40 acres. Tell me how you was able to do that. I want to know. You know what I'm saying? And we have to learn to stop being insecure you know god didn't create us to have that spirit of fear so forget forget about being judged and all that just listen i tell my husband all the time and he laughs because he's like you ask anybody anything i sure will as soon as i find somebody that got something I, the first thing i say i need you to tell me how you did that or just point me in the direction of your financial advisor uh, point me in the direction of your what would you like what's the first thing i need to do i was at the Whole Foods one day and I, I was working there. This is a couple years back. And there was a gentleman who came in all the time and everybody used to be like, man, he got a lot of money. He do this, he do that. First thing I said, hey, um, what do I need to do to start investing? I got a little piece of change, but it's just sitting in the bank. He said, uh, go get your Fidelity account. I had my Fidelity account two days. He came back in. I said, okay, what do I do next? You need about $5,000, $10,000 to get started. I said, okay. Next time he came back, I said, what do I need to do next? He said, you need to look up the top companies who are companies that you know aren't going nowhere. And these are the ones you need to invest in. I pulled that list. You know, he's going to, you need to know about the s and Universal stocks. You're talking my language. It's called universal stocks, Dice. Go ahead. Talk that talk. Listen. But listen, everybody thought, why is she always talking to this older white man when he come in buying this spinach and these tomatoes? Listen, any any eat healthy, any eat healthy, huh? Because he was coming from the gym, because the gym was across the street. So every, every time he leave the gym, he come to us. And when I saw him, I was like, "Yes, I'm here making twelve dollars, thirteen dollars an hour, humbly making it, just hanging out." But I was eating off of everybody walking through the door, gaining knowledge, unafraid. Hey, how are you? Oh, I like that car. Oh, where'd you get that? I asked one lady, she got a brand new Range Rover. She said, let me tell you where I got this from. Listen, you know, that's my next car. Then, baby, let me tell you. You know what I'm saying? I took the little groceries out there. I said, oh, God. <laughs> Can you tell me how you did I'm going to tell you exactly where to go. I'm going to tell you exactly who to speak to. But until we get comfortable getting outside of ourselves and stop being so prideful, Walk in a little bit of humility and ask somebody how to do something. So with all that being said, I don't want to get sidetracked with the technology talk, but we have to learn to ask people for help. Even if we don't know um, how to do something, don't be afraid. Be like, no, I need to be futuristic in the future. I need to know. So we want to know how to take care of ourselves better. I mean, come on now. Some people are like, you can't get out anymore to go shopping. You can order everything from an app, a Walmart app. You can get it free. They bring it to your house in less than two hours, just like an Amazon. Like, like you know what I'm saying? These are ways you can help older people, too. And the baby, I need you to go give me some eggs and milk. No, no, no. Let me download the app on your phone for you real quick. Right. Let me download that app for you. It'd be right at your door. It'd be right right at your your door. door. Yeah, I could be in Spain and you can still get them eggs and that bacon. (laughs) But we have to learn to help each other. Like, if you know something, say something to somebody else, you know? Don't, you know, I don't know. I I just think we could do better loving on each other, like getting each other up to speed. You know, like you said, focus, how we always have the talks on here. Like they help me too. We like, I'm like, man, I didn't even know that was going down, (laughs) but now I know and I could be ready, you know? No, absolutely. And and that's the, that's the key thing. Let's, let's, let's continue to learn and Mm -hmm. so that we can be ready. So that way Mm -hmm. we say it all the time. Why is, why, why? are us as believers behind in everything. We Lazy. constantly talk about it in the music uh, industry, how we're Lazy. chasing mainstream instead of us, uh, mainstream chasing us. Lazy. We need to make sure we know everything from tip top. If this pandemic didn't show us anything, it showed us that the church was behind 
in a lot of areas that we need to make sure we're advanced. And I get it. You're absolutely right, Dice. Uh, mentally, lazy, mentally, mentally lazy. Laziness is, is, is a real thing. Mentally lazy. Mm. I don't feel. It's not about your feelings. You know what I'm saying? Anything that God has commanded us to do in the Bible, period, not never, never once did it say, go pray for them if you feel like it. Go learn if you feel like it. Go love if you feel like it. Ain't no scripture about your feelings. Okay? It's like, <laughs> it's a few things y'all need to do. Huh? People are like, I feel like right. marriage should be happy. I was like, where, where is that in the scripture? I ain't seen that scripture to say marriage is going to be happy and full of bliss. That's not what it's about. No, it's so it's like, God, God already knows. Like we, we listen, but we have to learn, man. Like we have, and that'll give you peace too at night. You know, like, like you said about the alarms and some people in their areas, they're like, man, I'm in a shaking area. I, I told my sister the other day, she just moved into a new house in Florida. I said, baby, uh, you need to get you some cameras. And then she said what kind send me the link i sent her the link she clicked on the link ordered the cameras cameras was there the next day you know like we could really help people get up to speed if we just share knowledge and so yeah we we want to be loving on each other and just be you know be growing as a community so technology is where it is right now and it's we got to dive in and not be afraid of that yeah, that's good. Listen, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble, we got to go to a music break. We're coming back with closing thoughts, though. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. And The Fix is in. You need gear to wear that says it so you don't have to sometimes? Head to Holy Culture Store to find merch that represents the kingdom. HolyCultureStore.com. And we back. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You're tuned back into The Fix, your source for faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry. And we appreciate y'all waking up, waking up with us this morning, this Wednesday mm-hmm. morning. Another uh, great show in the books, Dice. Mm-hmm. That tech talk was off the hook. Um, you, like I said, you took me back, back down memory lane. I remember those tapes uh, when you, you had to listen to the service on the tape deck. You would pop, mm-hmm. you know, hop in the car and, right. wow, I mean, just time has fly. Just <laughs> I'm just reminiscing on starting off with the album player the record player forgive me so i'm not that old but my parents started off mm-hmm. with the a track let's be very clear then it moved from an a track to the record player which that's when i was introduced i remember going and buying vinyl like it was nothing every other week when i got my little uh chore money or i, I went and hustled and did a little side job in the neighborhood mm-hmm. i was getting my album collection together mm-hmm. and then we moved on the tapes the cassette tape Mm. And then from the cassette tape, we went to the CD, digital CD, compact disc is what it's called, CD. And now we're in a place where most vehicles you hop in, they don't even have a CD player in them no more. It's like, no, nah, everybody Bluetooths mm-hmm. or they have a satellite system, um, you know, radio programming already in the car. So you turn on us. Thank y'all for turning on us in y'all car. You're listening to us right here on Sirius XM channel 154. <laughs> Bless your life. Thank you for riding to work with us in your vehicle. I know you just riding like, oh, they, they tripping. No, no. We appreciate you guys. Mm-hmm. Make sure you update your subscription. <laughs> keep, keep us locked. But yo, just the, like you talk about, like I say, I was just bringing that up to say, I literally wish witness when, you know, the album was popping, mm-hmm. the, the cassette tape, to the compact disc to where we are now with satellite radio. And that's just an example, a small example of what we talked about today with technology. Yeah, super small. But you know what? Very significant that you brought the progression and the evolution of that up because we have to continue to evolve as a race. That's just something we're going to have to do while we're here. Uh, Everything is turning more technological and we need to be in the loop of what that looks like, how we fit in with technology advancing or or how we're going to be left behind. And that's one of the things that we don't want to be uh, in impoverished areas, urban areas, hood areas, definitely in black and brown communities. We often get left behind because of the lack of understanding technology and what's really coming down the pike. So um, I'm glad we had this talk today and I'm hoping that it actually fuels somebody to get into technology, especially. Listen, if you're trying to flip your money, technology is where it's at. I can't tell you what to go invest in, but all I can say is, especially with 2023, where we are changing carbon emissions, there are some places who won't even be allowed to create a vehicle that runs off of gas. Everything's going towards electric or solar. You got to start thinking about these things, even with your housing. Like there there are some areas that you won't be getting that natural gas anymore. We're moving towards electric and solar. So it's kind of like we need to be ahead of 
ahead of the curve, ahead of the game, and definitely uh, smart enough to invest ahead of time and where we're not blaming people that we didn't know because we're right here on The Fix telling you to get yourself into the technology world. You know, and also we even pointed out the facts today in the talk of how it can help older people who maybe they don't understand how it works, but it'll help the younger generation keep up. You know, I gave my mom as great examples of having an Alexa in her house, having an iPad so we can FaceTime, having the Apple watch so I can track her, you know, like she doesn't necessarily understand how all those three work together, but I do. And that's, you know, that's helping me to keep up with her. And I can also send her alerts. I can send her reminders for her doctor's appointments from my house. Hey, I could just say, hey, Alexa, remind my mom she has a doctor's appointment tomorrow. Boom. And it'll give her an alarm tomorrow, you know, an hour early. Hey, Alice. Hey, don't forget you got an appointment. So it's like those are things that can help us as a community. And we can't we, we need to stop being afraid to learn. That just holds us back. So I'm glad you brought up that point about the uh, will probably be, you know, in the next decade, everybody will be gas free cars, electric cars. Listen, Elon Musk, I, I want to shout out you for a second, only because I need you to make a vehicle I can get in. So you, you got these little cute little, you know, little vehicles. I need you to make, make a, a real SUV. So so you have you have, you know, gentlemen like myself who are six, four or taller that mm-hmm. real, need a real SUV. So these mm-hmm. this little mid sized little uh Tesla that you have out there, it, it's not a, a real SUV. I need you to make a real SUV because that's when I when I do go uh, big, electric. Big I, yeah, I want a Tesla. Yeah, I want a yeah, Tesla yeah. when I when I go. I mean, if I'm gonna go, that was one of the first ones that kind of popped and everybody wanted. So yeah, I'm just saying, you know. Well, so, he made the, he made the truck first, and then everybody was hating on him because they was like, oh, that's gonna take. It's gonna be too expensive. But I'll be honest with you, focus. <clears throat> and this is just a sidebar of me having my uh, complaint. If you put in this and the research shows, if you go ahead and put solar panels on your home five years out, not only are you not paying for electricity anymore, it actually starts to pay you. Same thing with the truck. The man made a truck first. He did the he did the event, showed he showed semi trucks too. And people was like having a whole fit because of the cost of having to buy that truck. And so it's kind of like ugh, when people be tripping, it's hard for these people to move forward. But I'm sitting here like if you told me, Dice, you'll have to pay for gas for the next five years, but after that, no more. <laughs> I'm buying that truck. Like, I, I don't care how much that truck costs. I'm buying that truck. I know you would, too. You'd be like, if there was an SUV for somebody six foot four, you know what I'm saying, to, to roll up in that mug and feel comfortable, mm-hmm. you might be like, no, you tell you what, you know, baby, we're about to get that truck. And and we don't have to pay for gas ever. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, ever again. Yeah, it could be two hundred k. He's like, I'm buying that. That's my truck, and Absolutely. I'm not. I'm not stopping. You never have. To. That was another thing, like being able to travel across the world without having to stop on those Tesla batteries. So, um, anyways, we, we we do a show about that because we got a little retirement plan up here where we trying to. Right. <laughs> I feel that you was you telling the truth. Listen, right. we want to shout out uh Pastor Charles Jenkins. I pray you guys enjoyed that spiritual detox today. Listen, mm-hmm. he has a, a new EP out right now. Uh, gospel music changed my life okay. um, with his songs on uh, the soul of a woman. Um, also, God be praised. Go out and support uh, Pastor Charles Jenkins. He's been doing it for a long, long time. When you talk about, you know, uh, everything he's been nominated for, Grammy, Stellars, uh, Dove Awards. Uh, he, he's been in the conversation for a little bit of everything you can think of. He's opened up and, and headline major gospel uh tours listen let's let's be very clear jay-z called him <laughs> yeah charles jenkins was actually featured uh, on a jay-z track so you know that just shows you how gospel music has impacted not only the gospel community but also mainstream um community when you get a call from jay-z uh to do a feature you, yeah let's let's be very clear <laughs> yes yes yeah yeah that's that's a huge respect mm. um and uh, we're still not even sure what Jay-Z believes. I'm just being honest. Mm-hmm. He throws hints out there, but I'm not mm-hmm. really for sure if he's even a father of Jesus Christ. I will be, listen, Jay, if you are uh, listening, we would love to interview and ask more about your faith journey and see what you actually believe. But uh, yes, I, I, like I said, uh, gospel music changed my life out right now by Charles Jenkins. Uh, it just talks about everything. Um, he, he got some super, super, super dope remakes on it. I was uh so so glad he remade that Stephanie Mills track we played oh, today. Yeah. yeah, so that was that was a banger. I grew up on a uh, Stephanie, Stephanie Mills, Mills, so yes. Yeah. 
that blessed my life. So yeah, uh, definitely follow him on all his social media platforms that uh, Charles Jenkins, everybody knows him for making awesome. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, a few other songs. I know awesome is the one that always, uh, sticks, sticks out to me that, uh, everybody was singing. And, uh, this is war. Uh, forgive me. Don't forget about this is war. So yeah, he got bangers out there. Stop playing. Y'all, y'all know, y'all know Pastor Charles Jenkins. My God is awesome. This is war. He got a new EP out right now. Gospel music changed my life. Go run them numbers up. Listen, we got to get out of here. Woo, Thirsty Thursday going to be off the hook. When I tell you, we got one of the best in Christian hip hop on tomorrow, you better tap in. I'm telling you, we got one of the best. Yeah, that ain't fluff. That's real. So uh, you definitely want to tap in tomorrow uh, for that exclusive spiritual detox. Mm-hmm. And you know how Dice Dice gonna take you. It's mm-hmm. uh, Thirsty Thursday. She wanna I make mean, sure you're thirsting for the Lord. Thirsting for the Lord. Y'all better stay thirsting for the Lord. That's my main goal in life. Yes, that's right. That's right. Everybody else fighting for all the sin, sin, sin. But I just want y'all to win, me, win, win. So yeah, no, we uh mm-hmm. Go out and be great today. Go out and be great today, kings and queens. We'll see y'all tomorrow. And to tomorrow, remember to stay focused on turning your negative into a positive. Jesus Christ is always the answer. Kingdom advancement should always be your goal. The fix is in. We out. Peace, y'all.